The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. I'm ready. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes this town tonight. Hey, welcome to the Formula Lots of Sports Talk. We are live. It is a Friday. Thank God it is Friday. I'm so exhausted. Went to a fashion show last night at the W. It was pretty good, but you know when the fashion shows say they starting at nine thirty and they don't get on stage till about eleven, it makes for a long night. And I, because it was Friday, you know you, you convince yourself that you can get through a Friday. And it's Friday, you don't have anything to do after that. I'm like, I'm so tired right now. Alex Clancy is in the studio. Eight 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 three four six nine one four four. Alex, anything got going on today? No, I'm just excited for our show on the twenty fifth. The 25th, absolutely. The 25th at Armadillo's Grill and Electric Bar and Grill. Uh, Barbara, I think it's Lambert. She's the uh, one of the managers over there. Uh, but we do have a show uh, there on the 25th of March. It's be a good, pretty good show. Uh, live broadcast. It is two hours. Uh, there will be some giveaways going on there. Uh, possibly movie passes, hot air balloons, uh, rides. Of course, we do... Uh, some armadillo gift cards, so come on out and enjoy that atmosphere. It's probably be a, should be a pretty good atmosphere. Oh, when I say pretty good, I'm thinking that's real good. Should be an awesome atmosphere. Yeah, thank you. You don't think so? Pretty good. What's that? No, average? is that yeah. average? Pretty good is a is a C plus. Is it B minus? Yeah, B minus. I'll take a bunch of B minuses at uh at school. They that's a win. We're going for an A here, man. Hey, I tell you what, armadillo's grill and electric American bar and grill. Uh, managed by Brenda or Lambert. Um, I might get her to call in. I might text her in a while. Get her to call in. Talk a little bit more about it. We'll prep, the show, prep it for the 25th. Like I said, it's a two-hour show. Again, it will be some giveaway, movie passes, hot air balloon, uh, rides. And of course, you know, we do the Armadillo's gift cards. So that's the dealio going on over there. Talk a little bit sports. We'll get some sports in before our fast show, our fast pace show goes right by. I want to start with, I was going to start with the uh, Tiger Woods. I know we want to talk, I know you want to talk about uh, the football and the free agents and first round picks and what, what would it take to keep a certain guy. Did you see that fan? You did not see that fan. No, I, no, no, I did. Did you see that fan? Did I ask again? <laughs> As you shake your head, no. Did you see that fan come onto the basketball court in the Hawaii basketball game? This is what I'm talking about. Fans think they can. He will be dealt with, I think, uh, on and off the court with the school and and some foul, some charges fouled off the court. Comes onto the uh, basketball court and yells at a coach, and for some reason he thought that was funny and cool to do. Do you, do you get that drunk at a, at a basketball, a college basketball game? You never see uh, Kansas fans act like that. Never. Not in the field house. You come in the field house, you have a little respect. Yeah, they actually oh, have you're... security at the field house, though. UCSB is <laughs> oh, yeah, not necessarily right. known for its basketball. <laughs> yeah, they may be secure. You guys, you, 
right now, it's funny you mentioned that, but you're going to have to start beefing up security yeah. for these games because it's too many fan players interaction when there shouldn't be. Just boo, boo out loud, say what you want to say, almost what you want to say. This is the third one in like a month and a half. The yes. Marcus Smart one, there wasn't, a, there wasn't somebody running on the court, but... It was fan player interaction, and then the Utah Valley New Mexico State game where where punches were thrown, some guys got uh, got suspended, and now this this boneheaded UCSB game against Hawaii runs and jumps in the face of the head of the opposing head coach. Just it was funny that the the head coach at the end, the uh, Hawaii head coach, said this guy was wasted. Yeah, he, he didn't know, he didn't know what he was, he didn't know where he was. So, and they're talking expulsion for this kid. Who was? Yeah, he's supposed to graduate this year. Who was? Well, I say that because he had on a fourteen twenty fourteen. Uh, graduate class shirt, of yeah. class, class of shirt, um, and, and he's probably he might have been that wasted. It wasn't that beer just don't make you do that. Something else, he's on something else. But for a fan to come out there, and I'm glad there was no punches thrown. I'm glad it wasn't anything else because you did mention uh, one of the games where fans came onto the floor because they won, uh, and then punches were thrown. And I always say you won't do that. They think it's strength in numbers, but you won't do that outside of the arena. Right, and, and we talked about this with rushing the court. This is this is becoming kind of passe now, and and this is these are the ramifications of still allowing players uh, fans to run on the court. It used to be you'd run on the court when you won the championship, and that was it. You run on the court when Duke and North Carolina were one and two, or or when Duke was number one and North Carolina was unranked. It and now it looks like and North Carolina's done that, and all these player all these teams now are doing it. And I think, and I've said this a couple months ago when this first started, that it either needs to be outlawed or it needs something needs to happen in an effort to keep these these outliers, these idiot fans from running on by themselves trying to make a spectacle themselves. You know, and this is player safety has a huge thing to do with it. Right after the game, you're the losing team, you're on the other team's court, and you have thousands of screaming nineteen and twenty year olds running on the court. Who knows what the hell can happen? And the blood the blood alcohol level is probably upwards of you know, two times the legal limit for a lot of these kids. See, so that adds another aspect to it that is pretty much uncontrollable, especially when there's thousands of them doing it at one time. They're going to stop fans from winning or losing, or regardless Which, of the situation. They're going to stop fans from running on the court. Yeah, and, and that's that's really a shame. For safety, it is. It, it's a shame because that was one of the greatest things ever. I remember my freshman year in, in Colorado, and we beat Colorado State, and it, it was at our home field. That was a big win. It, well, it we stopped them four times on the goal line to win. That's, that's so fourth and goal from the one, da- uh, up four, and stopped them four times on the goal line. Everybody went ape mess, and it was like it, we went absolutely crazy. Everybody rushed on the field, but it was those were thousands, and that's football also. I think, obviously, it's a better chance with that many people on the field for worse things to happen, but I think when there's it's a rivalry game, and it's in good nature. Nobody got arrested. Nobody got hurt. It was just when everybody's happy. I think it's different now. People are trying to make names for themselves, taking pictures with players. You're going to take like, the college atmosphere away when you start um, banning things like they're supposed to be a good thing. So like, do you keep them? No. Do you keep what? Yeah. Right do now? you keep? Because I mean, that you're right. That is college. Bat- yeah, that that's, is college sports. That's, that's college atmosphere. When you can, when you able to do that. But in certain circumstances, like Colorado and Colorado State, you stop them fourth time. That excitement was building up, and then you do stop them, and, and the game is game is over. And it probably was the game that was that way in entire four quarters. But then you comes down to one play. It comes out to four plays where the, where the the anticipation, uh, the atmosphere is working towards Colorado. Four plays, you stop them, we win. I can see you. I can see, and if it's a big game, but it's Colorado and Colorado State, it's, it's some in-state rivalry stuff going on. 
I can see that building up as long as the fans stay away from the opponent. The opponent's already down on a loss anyway. They've already lost. So, so if you run on the, on the field or court, you celebrating, but you should celebrate with your team. Don't go throw your finger and point and, and yell all kinds of things to the opponent who's just lost the game because that's not what the celebration is about. That's not, aha, we got you. It's congratulations to our team. Right, Andy, and another thing that's forgotten is the other, the opposing team and the players are kids also. They're all the same age. So obviously, as you just said, which is a good point, that these kids obviously feel uh, you know, upset, embarrassed that they lost, maybe in certain respect, like the Arizona-ASU game. I'm assuming it's a little embarrassing to lose to ASU when you're the number two team in the country on the other team's home court. I understand that. But... And it's 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 even more so that you have all these strangers running out of you that are on the other side of the other side of the fence, and it's the same. It, it, it's similar to the same atmosphere of uh, Richard Sherman going up to Crabtree. Crabtree just lost; he couldn't do anything about it. It was a huge game. You go, he went up there, as we know, to congratulate him. He was both of those guys competitive, but it was a lot of talking going on before that. You don't go to a guy who's just lost and and say, especially have you talked other noise, other craziness. Uh, prior to that game, but but we know Rich Sherman went up there and say great game, hell of a game, and this this and that. But Crabtree in an emotional state, you know, mushes him in the face. <laughs> then it <laughs> then it went to something else. As the fans, don't go out there to the opponent, cheer with your team uh, before all that get taken away. And the college atmosphere is no longer um, that's no longer part of the tradition of celebrating and running on the field and maybe some historical game because we've seen, what was it, a California game when the whole band came yeah, on the field? Cal Stanford. Cal Stanford game, the band comes on it, and was it Stanford ended up losing because of that. So <laughs> what do they do? So did you, they, do they, field, you, you, you No, got, but it has to be a big, it has to be a big, it a, is. A big Ex- thing. So like explosion. maybe... Well, no, but if, if 10,000 people rush on, 10,000 fans run on the field, like you're in the Carrier Dome and, and you win a huge game at the buzzer, everybody goes nuts. You rush, there's 60,000 or 40,000 people in the Carrier Dome at Syracuse. So, so all these people rush on the court. You can't expel everybody. Like you just tell the team maybe you lose a home conference game next year. Maybe you lose. So, so they that tell puts a lot of pressure on. Well, well, the well fans can makes, be responsible. If, if you're real fans, yeah, you can be then, responsible. Then you, then you follow the rules. Yeah. You have the PA announcer before the game saying if you rush on the court, we will lose a conference game, a home conference game next year. We'd have to go on the road for an extra game, maybe against the opponent that they have that they're playing against. And like say Duke, North Carolina, North Carolina rush, rushes on the court. You have to play twice at Duke the next year. That is something that would keep these fans, if you are fans, if you are Cameron Crazies uh, in the North Carolina realm, um, that, uh, for, for rushing the court. Tobacco Road, that's a, that's, a huge, um, that's a huge thing if you have to do something like so that. So they have to do something. They have to do something or they just have to let it go and, and deal with the consequences if there are any. There, there, there should be consequences. There will be some changes. There will be some type of, some type of rule or st- a, a huge statement made of explosion or something like that, or maybe some conference game taken away, or maybe um, a huge penalty. Well, it would be after the game, but we'll, I don't know what exactly. But some, some they have to be figure it out. First, you got to up the uh, security. You know how there's a uh, you know certain securities they can't watch the game. Their back is looking towards the fans in case mm-hmm. a fan throw something. There's going to have to be one that every exit and entrance of an arena. You talking when you talk about that type of atmosphere. Those are small schools. Um, I, I say that because I say that, but at the same time, it happens in North Carolina. It happens at Duke, uh, but you don't you don't get into a fan at those type of schools with against the opponents. You get into those small schools, and for some crazy reason, 
that they go to the opponent when you're supposed to be celebrating with your teammate or your or your favorite team. Anyway, Tiger Woods. Real quickly, we'll get on him and get off and get off the subject. We've got three minutes for the next for the break. He's plus four right now. He's playing at a course where <clears throat> he's won seven times. And him being plus four, there's nothing wrong with his back, but he being plus four is, you know, they did have a rain delay. They had a two-hour stoppage, but everybody else had that same two-hour stoppage. Um, what, what is his deal right now? It's not, it can't be his back. It can't be his game because he doesn't play in Hawaii when the season does start. Uh, he have not played overseas as of yet that I know of. But he's not... He's not playing up to his par right now, if you will. He birdied three out of the four, three of the last four holes in this round too. So he was plus seven, and he and he made it to plus four by birding three out of the last four holes. Right. So maybe rain delay. Well, the rain was last night, right? So it was suspended until this morning. So maybe the greens were still soft. I don't know because he went from two over to to seven and then back down. So I mean, with Tiger, maybe these three out of the last four birdied holes might. Might, might trigger him to start playing better. I don't know. And I don't know. The, the leader's about. only at four, so even though he's a plus four, he'd probably still he'd probably still make the cut right now. Um, and he just needs he needs to have one positive round. And who knows? It's Tiger. He's he's unpredictable at this point. He shouldn't miss the cut. I, mean, I say that, but he shouldn't miss the cut at a place you won seven times. But we talk about Tiger Woods because he's number one in the world, but you got Phil Mickelson at plus two. You got uh, Adam Scott at plus. And Mickelson three. missed the cut last week. Right, so anybody right. can miss the cut and it's fine. And yeah. if it's Tiger, Roy's missed myriad cuts. Yeah, Roy is not. So Phil I mean, Mickelson. it's just not. Right. Roy is not. Phil but I'm Mickelson saying these big Tiger name guys. Was. It doesn't matter who misses the cut unless it's Tiger. Right. Well, yeah, because he's number one, and we put and we go about the pressure he put on himself. We go about the statements he make. So when he doesn't do something, it seems like it's a huge thing. But yeah, he's at plus four right now. Eleven forty four T off. He should have teed off already. Yeah, he should. He should have already teed off. It's ten fifteen here in Arizona live show. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk a little football and basketball. LeBron doesn't like his jersey. It messes up his shots. Well, this is going to mess up my my LeBron for MVP thing. Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk. Alex Clancy, we'll be right back. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Hi, I'm Joe Swedish, CEO of WellPoint. We proudly support the March of Dimes and all they do to reduce the rate of premature birth in the United States. Though premature births have recently declined, still half a million babies are born too soon each year. We're helping the March of Dimes fund cutting-edge research and community programs that help moms and their babies live healthier lives. Please visit MarchofDimes.com and join us in working together for stronger, healthier babies. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash World Talk Radio or search for the keywords World Talk Radio. Once you're a part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the World Talk Radio network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash World Talk Radio or search for World Talk Radio. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Hey, welcome back to the Kwame Lasso, the Sports Talk. Alex Clancy's Do Not Forget, March 25th at Armadillo Grill. An electric American bar and grill. That's the dealio right there. We got movie passes, possibly hot air balloon rides, and of course Armadillo's gift card. Thank you, Armadillo Grill. Thank you also, Brenda Lambert. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be fun. Get a bunch of guys that we were talking off the air. We're not gonna have a panel of fifty million guys. I mean, they're gonna come do a a few sets. Uh, Spivey might stay on since you know he was he was with me when I Spivey's got to stay across the table if people other people are watching. I'm, I'm gonna sit I'm gonna sit him right next to you. I can't wait. No, I no, gotta look at him. him. I, I might sit him right, stare in, at him right in front of you so y'all can argue the whole time. Yeah, one of y'all gonna be right. Man, I'm right all the time. It's awesome. Whenever he's on, I'm right. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he just no. I love Spivey. Yeah, Spivey's great. He goes so hard. He's so passionate about yeah. what he's talking about. That's good. We just can't talk any. Uh, any uh, Michael Sam stuff. Mm. We just got to keep that off the table. He might want Michael. No, don't talk about Michael. Yeah, he'll go crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. understand. He got a homophobic problem. I don't know. Somebody must to have each their him. own, man. Huh? To each their own. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. You got to, the world's changing, change with it, or you get left behind. That's how I see it. And not and that's either good or bad. I'm not saying that's good or bad. The world does change. But, but if it's good, you know, it, you just be a human. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> how about that? Oh man, LeBron James, he's not a big fan of the sleeves, the jerseys with the sleeves after a poor shooting night. This is your MVP? This, yeah. is, this is my MVP too, also. But also. What? Um, you if, said. If you will let me finish, just because oh I don't let you finish. Just, <laughs> oh my goodness. Just, no, I'm still Kevin Durant. If it's by the numbers, Kevin Durant is the MVP. Okay. But LeBron is the MVP. Kevin Durant is the MVP. We, we talked all the time about the guy who gets it most times don't deserve it. And we'll go back to the Steve Nash thing. We'll go back to the um, uh, Dirk Nowitzki thing. The guys who most times it's just a, I mean, the numbers, some of those numbers are MV, not MVP numbers that we've looked back in the past and saw. The MVP of your team, possibly, yeah. Uh, you're a big marketing guy, yeah. But you going to blame the sleeves of your jersey that everybody had on? Everybody had on the sleeves of jerseys and say, uh, he, well, he cannot be a big fan. But don't have that an excuse. Nobody's, it, got, it nobody's funny, yoked like him on the court, though. I, yeah. And you got those little ass sleeves. I don't understand why they have him either. He did joke. Yeah, I mean, it's the, the NBA was trying to market just why like the NFL. Why didn't he just cut him off? I, he should have. But he <laughs> you know what would happen? Fine. Yep, he would have got fine. Two hundred fifty thousand dollars. And he fine. did joke that, um, you know, he doesn't. He already have a problem with his jump shot. Jokingly, but this guy just went for from the arc. What yeah. two eight games? Ago. Yeah, eight for ten. Uh, and shot lights out and ended up having a 61-point game, no dunks. Um, and most of those were jump shots. Pretty good. That's real good. Um, but don't blame the sleeves. But okay. just, they, Stop trying everything NBA. Stop trying everything NFL. Stop trying everything 
Oh, well, Major League Baseball haven't done anything crazy, but you you can't try all sorts of things and and just force the fans, force the players to wear it because you want to market it somehow. You want to have a new like the twelfth man jersey is the number one seller. It's a huge seller across the country um, because Seattle won a Super Bowl. Seattle has the big twelfth man. Everybody has a twelfth man, but Seattle marketed it so so well that. And they have the best one. And yeah, and it's a, such a huge seller there. I mean, I'm sure a lot of that has to do with the construction of the of the stadium, which was genius. Genius how they they kept the sound in and everything in that regard. I think what are they the? I think it's the tenth overall jersey sale in the NFL. So that's um, that's pretty good. It's huge. Uh, the back to back MVP six for eighteen from the field, zero for three. It's one game. Yeah, it's one three. This your MVP. now MVPs don't have that game. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. Jordan shot three for twenty sometimes. When? Yeah. When? when have he shot? I'm not going to pull up the date. He shot three never for twenty four. Yes, he has. If yes, he, he shot has. that, I was that probably wasn't born then. Three for twenty MVP. No. Okay. Well, he, I mean, uh, he did. So, uh, well, he, <laughs> he, 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 I'm sure he shot six for eight. He, six for eighteen is a bad. Okay, fine. That's okay. Yeah, but you know what? This is not in this moment. Jordan and not never in a in a race for MVP. I don't even know if there was a race when Jordan was MVP. He just probably out won, out, outright won it. Yeah. Um. The, now it's interesting. Like especially even with the Suns game that we'll talk about a little later. I'm sure. Um. All of the top teams now that they're playing. They're vying for the number one overall seed, and they're close. Like Indiana's forty six and fifteen, Miami's forty three and sixteen, Oklahoma City's forty six and sixteen, San Antonio's forty five and sixteen. So that's those four teams are vying for the number one overall seed, home court throughout the playoffs. Like that is huge. So now there are no more um, lay, uh, lay off the lay off the pedal games. You know, on back to backs, rest your players, everything. This is the push. You know, there's there's less than 20 games left in the season. So this is the push where you jockey for position and you want that number one overall seed. Bad. And who knows? It could be one of those four teams that gets it. It will. Well, you I mean, what? it will be one of those four teams that gets it, in my opinion, unless Houston goes on a huge tear. As, as we move on, I, I don't – you should – you got a cold? Yeah. <laughs> as we move on, you know what? He, sh- he shouldn't – there's no room to uh, – to con- – Saying the thing that this it's the sleeves thing. I want to say that real quick because they wear those arm sleeve things all the time. So what's the difference? I mean, maybe it's there's no restriction on the on the shoulder area. Cut it off. Yeah. Okay. Cut it off. Yeah, they wear those arm things all the time. Uh, sleeves and and probably more so for the tendonitis in the elbow because they shoot. You know, they shooting all year. What is it, eighty two games a year plus playoffs? So yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I think I it's know. a non-story. I don't think it, it's not. It's not going to change. So, is he going to sit every night that they're required to wear those? Probably not. No. So, no, absolutely not. All right. The uh, Phoenix Suns did win. Uh, they beat the Oklahoma City Thunder. Kevin Durant did go for thirty-four points. Um, but we did have uh, some outstanding play. The Phoenix Suns. See, this is this is what I'm talking about. You're supposed to beat teams like that at home when you're making them push. Even though the Oklahoma City Thunders are a better team. The Phoenix Suns trying to get into that spot uh, or stay in the seventh seed or even move up from where you are. But you can't be losing games like getting blown out by the Clippers. and yep. who's, Minnesota, who's, they and lost Minnesota. to. I mean, they, they almost lost to the at Pelicans. Home. Don't lose at home at the end of the year. At the end of the year. Well, we got 20-something games left. Well, Don't lose at home at the end of the season when you're making a push to do something. Even if you're in third place, you're making a push to get to that second-place spot. Don't start, don't lose at home. But then they, they win games like the Indiana, Indiana Pacers game that they won, home and away. 
which uh, you know we we praise the Suns, and I still believe they're a big man away or a great veteran away. Yeah, they need one Not or two a great veterans. veteran, a good veteran, serviceable veterans, right, to come in and to be and coaches then, on the court. Then you got guys that's on the bench who've been on the bench for or oh, injury reserve for about all of the season. All Mecca? Of, yeah, he won't be the son anymore. He won't know. be a son next year. No. So, they win a game. They win an important game at home. They had two back-to-back games where they had the Clippers uh, the night before. Then Oklahoma City Thunder comes in on their road trip, their Western road trip. Uh, but they win that game. Kevin Durant, you let him get his point, but you can't let Westbrook get off. But Westbrook had 36 points also. Yeah, I, and, and that's fine. If, if those two guys score over half your points every night, then you're usually doing a pretty good job because nobody else can really – really do what they do, obviously, offensively. Um, the big story in this, they were down 19 points at one point in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. Joe Green has 25 of his four, career-high 41 uh, in the third quarter. Um, even more so than that, I mean, that's, that's great. Uh, Marquise and, uh, and Marquee, Marcus and Markeith Morris off the bench, I think totaled for like 40 points combined, which is fantastic, or closer, I think 37 points. Um, the big thing that I saw, and I've been saying this since day one of the Sun season, is Goran Dragic needs to be more of a leader. And when they were down four points, yeah, he has to. That's, I mean, they they were down make... four points with two and a half minutes left. He comes down and scores six straight points. He comes down. Um, I think he, he drives the basket, gets a layup. Drives the basket, gets a layup. Um, gets fouled, missed the free throw because he's still not there free throw percentage wise yet. So they're up. I think two at that point. Oklahoma City comes down, misses a shot. I think Karan Butler misses a three from the corner. Goran Dragic comes down, hit the 15-footer, up four points, and they wrote it out after that. Those six points show that he's starting to become a leader. You need somebody that you can count on. You can't count on Gerald Green to make a 15-footer when you need it. 41-point game for him. I understand, but when you're down 20 points, you just jack them, and you hope they go in. <laughs> you just jack them, and you hope they go in, and they did. He, he tore it up, and he's starting to show that he can score, but he does have six for 18 games every other day. So he's starting to come into his own. He learned how to shoot, which kept him in the league, kept him relevant. He's not, he's not just a, a jumper anymore. What was, he, what, what was Houston? He scored 25 of those points in the third quarter. Yeah. And that was, that was the push you're talking about where he started feeling it. Um, you say he, he hoped it went in, but I, when you're you feeling that stroke, just keep giving him the ball. Like, like, I, I say that uh, one of the bad things I say about uh, Brian, I mean, Michael Westbrook, not Michael Westbrook, but. Uh, that you love what? that Colorado product. Yeah, well, you know what? We used to get into it all the time. But he's a good guy. Really? He's a, yeah, we used to, man, we, in Colorado, uh, you know, Colorado and Kansas and that. One that, of the best catches of all time. That Hail Mary. The, the tip ball. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well. It, it, it must happen so much faster on the field than we see in slow motion where people are just. Yeah. That was Cordell, right? Cordell Stewart, three yeah. ball, yeah. deep ball. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Anyways. Westbrook for <laughs> Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, well, he don't understand when Katie's heart keep giving to Katie, even though you can score. He never with, will. You know, I, well, I don't know that, but you know, you know, we, we know you'll score. We know that, Westbrook. We know that. When Katie is uh, hot, and this is what, I talk, this is what I'm talking about, about uh, Green. Everyone knew he was high. They kept feeding the ball. He kept throwing it, just dropping him. You talk about uh, Dragic being a, a team leader. He has to become more of that. He has to become, this is my team. Let's go. Let's run. Let's mm-hmm. run. Um, and, and have that responsibility. But they, they still have one more guy away um, from being that, that dominant team or, or getting or winning those games. Or winning those games that they've lose, like the Clippers game or the Minnesota game, they they a guy well, away from. They have that. no low post presence at all. They have nothing. Alex well, Len is well, going to take what? three or four years to be to actually become a basketball player. Yeah, they don't have that long. It's kind of like it's kind of like drafting a uh, collegiate but, quarterback. But you can't dra- You can't teach size, and he's big. Yeah, you, he's you a can. big boy. He's young. He's got to fill out. Uh, Speaking of big boys, let me shout out to Greg Ostertag, uh Kansas. I see him over there at APL a lot. Uh, we we used to have some fun. Together. I ran into uh, uh, Will Smith last night. 
Did you? Uh, from the Saints. He, he came in and ate at the restaurant. He, oh. had a, he had an athletic performance <laughs> shirt on. Okay, API. Yeah. 128, 122, the Suns win. That is no defense. Their offense, this is, isn't this the same thing that Mike D'Antonio got ran out of town for, for running and gunning, but then having no defense? When, but when you got a team that can run with you, like the Oklahoma, Oklahoma City Thunders can, a bunch of young guys over there. They're I, just happy to win this game. I mean, it, it doesn't matter how they won this game. I thought, I think uh, Jeff Hornacek is doing a good job. I think he's doing a great job over there. He's just a few players away. Yeah, I mean, it, but they're in still in very, very precarious position. They're only half game out of eight. They're a game and a half out of six. You know, so they're right. They're right there. They're going to be six, seven, eight, or nine. They're going to be out of the playoffs, six, seven, eight. And after the year that they've had, if they don't get to the seven seed, I still see it. I mean, it's obviously nobody expected them to be here. I understand that. But it will still be just as another Steve Nash year when he was older with a bad team, and you finally you make the playoffs a little bit, and then you lose in the first round, and then that's it. Then I get- hope that they can make a push. If they play Oklahoma City, maybe they'll. I mean, they could probably snag a game at home or two. Um, but they, they need to. They, they need to play San Antonio if, if they have any chance, and that's crazy to San say. San Antonio. I mean, yeah, Houston. Know. There's no way if the Houston is number three. Oh, because San Antonio's the oldest squad. Because just, yeah. I mean, you'd have to run them, run them through the building, but you never want to play but San Antonio. San Antonio, they, they're not going to run with you. They're going to make you play a half. They're going to force you to play a half-court game. They're this not gonna run with would have been such a good year for the Suns to stink. <laughs> it just would have been. Like they're the, not going to. It's Unfortunately, it's great to watch them on a day-to-day basis, but in the grand scheme of things, this is kind of screwing up the McDonough plan of stinking for a couple of years, getting some guys in. And uh, freeing up some salary cap room, and and then moving on from there. But Marquise we'll see. M- Morris, uh, University of Kansas product, uh, added twenty four points. Goran Dragic twenty two points, and a win last night. You know, uh, four assists though. Yeah, but the uh, Gerald Green was the hot guy. Got him over the hump uh, with the forty one points. Suns win the game. That's what they needed. We'll come back. We'll take a quick break, and we'll talk some more basketball. But we we'll definitely get into some football, and that would finish up with our show. Kwame Dawson, Sports Talk, Alex Clancy. We'll be right back. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app. 
you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America Interactive Radio Player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. Hey, welcome back to the show, Kwame Lassen Sports Talk. Alex Clancy in the studio, as always, 90, I would say 96% of the time he's in the studio. I missed two shows. 96% of the time. I missed so two shows in 90, three years. 99%. Where's Francis? When Francis coming back? I don't know. I, I give him a, a stipend once a year. He can, he can come in. Well, that stipend, don't he owe me a dinner? Why would he owe you a dinner? Because he said he was going to get me dinner. I, I don't believe that at all. You don't believe that? So no. you're saying Francis, he's a guy to go back on his word? I don't think he ever said that. I That's think what he I did. said. Okay. I think he did. Kevin, right. if you can pull that up. Okay, yeah. Let's, let's go through the through the annals. I'll, uh, we'll just go when uh, Francis. Because Kevin's not. Be, yeah, okay. No, nah, it was that, uh, it was, what was it, D, somebody who was on the show at that point. <laughs> who? D. Oh, before, D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before Kevin. Here's the dealio. Don't forget Armadillo's Grill. Uh, what's up? Nice play on words. You like that? Okay. Armadillo's Grill, March 25th, will be Alex and myself and uh, Junior Spivey, if he can get up, wake up, as a two-hour live broadcast. You know, we got to get them to do this show. We got to get them to sponsor the show every Friday. How about we do the show every Friday at Armadillo's Grill? Okay. I want to see if they sponsor that. Okay. And then we do it somewhere else, unless they want to get exclusive. But if not, we do. We reach out to Twin Peaks. We got to start getting out of the studio, because it's about to get hot. And... We got to get rid of this uh, 9 o'clock because Monday, <laughs> daylight savings time for the show starts March 9th. You know, all studio all studio live shows will be, but now move one hour earlier. But it stays the same for Pacific and Yeah, Eastern in California, time. it stays the same. East Coast time is still the same. They're always uh, three hours. Um, you know, it's, it's always going to be noon there on the East Coast when we're on. That's the video. We'll be, at, we'll be live uh, at the uh, Armadillo Bar and Grill. Come out and join us. Come out and support. 10% of proceeds go to here and go to there. Here and there. Not here to the studio, but here and there. Uh, but it should be good. As I mentioned, Alex, we got to start We got to start getting these sponsors in. So it's 10 to 12 no matter what, even though we're moving forward? Well, yeah. And I, I made sure I found out about that um, sure. from Randy and Brandy. So we should see no relations. We should see... Um, if their word is what they say it is. Uh, this show is supposed to be doing more for us so that we can do more for it. All right. What do you what do you think about the uh, – <clears throat> you wanted the Suns to play the the Spurs, which is – I, I kind of see where you, what it's you're talking about. It's the lesser of two evils. I mean, it's still going to be bad. <clears throat> yeah, but you're talking about the Spurs who, who – you t- the Spurs are still who they are. You, they're not going to let you run them up and down the court because Miami Heat could have done that. But they end up beating Miami Heat 111 to 87 – Maybe because LeBron had a long sleeve shirt on, and that's why they lost the MV- your MVP in mind sometime. But they, I don't know, uh, the Spurs and the Suns playing, that's a five game series. Yeah. That's a five game series, and, and it's a wrap. 
I do get a sir, I do get a Suns one, but you know only because they're still growing. Mm. Only because the Spurs and Popovich, they are who they are. They they win when it's time to win. Even though last year that wasn't the case when uh, who was Golden State was it Golden State or who, who almost who ran them close? Who, who ran yeah, San Antonio close? Had them yeah. real close. That was a young team also. Yeah. When you're that young, I think the veteran leadership takes its toll, uh, takes its play in, in in big games like that. Now. I'm going to ask you because you like these guys so much. What happened to the uh, Los Angeles Pelicans? <laughs> Stop it. What happened to um, those guys? Well, they were close until the <laughs> until the opening tip, I guess you could say. Uh they um yeah, they just look bad. I mean, and and this is funny. So, say the team that they have now. But you want them to lose. Yeah, this is great. Uh the the team that they have now, Chris Kamen is their starting center, okay? He was out. Jordan Hill, Jordan Hill has been their on and off starting power forward, depending on if Pau Gasol is, is hurt. He was out. And Nick Young was out, who's their leading scorer. So this is just like the best of everything that could possibly happen. And yeah, they lost by 48. It's awesome. This is great because it makes the reason I, I've, I've despised the Clippers ever since Chris Paul went there. Because I think they took something that wasn't rightfully theirs. The they got something that wasn't, that wasn't rightfully that, theirs. That, wasn't that David Stern? Yeah, but they got something that wasn't rightfully theirs. That wasn't their fault, though. I, who cares? I don't care. You just don't want. You just want to hate the Clippers because they're in L.A. No, no, no. So, so look. So the Clippers are always looked at as one of the best teams in the Western Conference, and they don't win jack in the playoffs. Chris Paul's won one playoff series. It was with him when he was with New Orleans when they were the number one overall seed, and they, I think they won 62 games or something that year. Actually, they won, hold on, are you going to let me talk? What that has to do with the Lakers? But go ahead, finish. Chris Paul is now with the Clippers, and <coughs> this stuff just makes, yeah, you have Lob City, you have all these things. The Clippers are not molded. They are not built to win playoff series. So th- even more so that I'm happy the Lakers lost, I'm happy the Clippers won because when they make the playoffs and lose in the first or second round, everybody's going to be like, oh, what happened to the Clippers? They're not as good as they look like they, as, as they're not season? as good as in regular season and as they look on paper. They're just not. Blake Griffin has gotten better, man. He's putting. He's, up, got, he's, he's getting adding, better, and I'll give him that. See, I, I'm not. He's I'm not like. No, better. I hate them. I hate them. They all suck. Uh, that's not what I'm like. Great. Blake Griffin's definitely gotten better. He he's learned how to dribble the ball, which like is it. fantastic. The, the, I'm looking at the numbers here. You looking at? I'm looking at you the looking numbers. At the the Los Angeles Lakers I'm benefiting lo- from everything by losing this game. I'm looking at the numbers of the Los <laughs> Angeles Clippers. They haven't won a playoff series in this decade. Okay, let in me the last this. twenty years, twenty five years, they haven't won a playoff. The series. The Lakers are bad. Do they have to be this bad, 48 points bad? That's never been the Los Angeles Lakers. So where you put the onus? On the, on the owners? You put the onus on Jim Buss initially. On Jim Buss. Yeah, yeah, initially. But he won't for, listen to guys like even Magic. Magic even tried to talk to him No, about because it's stuff. his team now. He's been waiting for his time to shine. This is exactly He's what's not shining. Ha- this is, I know. This is exactly what's going to happen with Jerry Jones' son when he takes over the Cowboys because he's molding him right now. He he's the assistant GM, right? I think he's the assistant GM or the special assistant GM with who who calls off uh, who calls offensive passes. He or something who cleans like that. his dad at glasses. Yeah, okay. in, in the box. Yeah, but so the, it's, the same thing's gonna happen. He's like, oh, it's my team now, and I'm gonna build my own Jerry Dome, and I'm okay. gonna. Do- we so, know we know the we know the Lakers. This, um, let's talk about the history of the Lakers um, f- from then to right now. As and saying that to say, do they have to be? Have they ever been 48 points bad since leaving Minnesota, no, Minneapolis? No. no. But, yeah, but, but the even, grand scheme of things is you know, even the Celtics, even the Celtics, 10 or 12 years down. Let's talk about the Lakers. I understand. I'm making a comparison. The Celtics, one of the best franchises in NBA history. The have, best. Have, okay, yeah, you're right. The best. They have 10 or 12 down years, and then they come back. The Lakers have two down years, and then they're back in contention. Like, this is how they do it. Their, their so, lows, their lows, years, their lows are more shallow 
than the other team's lows, and their highs are always higher. Yeah, I don't believe that. But you talking about um, so in a year and a half? In, in a year and a half, the Lakers going to be back yeah, to they'll promise? be back because they're going to have Kevin Love, they're going to have another guy, and Kobe's going to have one last year. And when they get him off the books, they'll bring somebody else. Why in. are you not GM then? Mitch Kupchak can only do so much. <laughs> he's so good at what he does, but he's not. He's not left a lot to deal. He's not it's left bust. to bust deal with a lot. Away. I know, but he's he won't. The Lakers. The, and, this they hired Mike Brown without letting anybody know. He hired Mike D'Antoni because he wanted to give the middle finger to Phil Jackson. Like all of these things are personal for Jer- for uh, Jim Buss. He hired Mike Brown without talking to anybody. He did it overnight. If Oklahoma City Thunder does not win the uh, championship this year. Phil Jackson should go coach those guys. That's interesting. That's interesting. That's interesting because yeah. he might be the only guy on the planet that can make Russell Westbrook understand that he's not the number one guy in that in Oklahoma right. City. I don't care how. And much Kevin Durant won't last. Won't deal with that forever. He can't he deal won't. with that. I don't, I don't, I'm waiting for him. Just it's going to gonna be a him or me moment. And, 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 and they're going to lose a guy like they lost James Harden, but that was a money situation. But you had to choose between the two: James Harden or Serge Ibaka. Or Serge Ibaka. And and Kevin Durant, I'm just waiting for him to say, "Okay, enough. Pass the ball." It will be enough I, is it, he, because wait. in certain parts of the game, in all three, or four quarters, in certain certain parts of the game, the stars say, "I want the ball at this time, and we're going to, and I'm going to do what I do. I want it this time." And they will themselves to keep their team in position. Get their team in position or close the door on opponents. Right. I mean, and he has to do that because he could. Sh- this is a guy. What is he? Six ten. Yeah. Point guard. Seven seven three. Oh, who? Kevin Durant. Six ten. Yeah. Point guard. Six ten. Shooting Sorry. guard. Six ten. Point forward. He, yeah. He, that's better. Yeah. He well, he can bring the ball up too. Yeah. This guy, he does it all at that type of height, and and that is your star on your team. Westbrook, a star in his own right, but is I don't. No one sees it as your team. You don't only want to see it as your team. The big problem he has is that he takes a lot of bad shots. In, 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 very, in very important times, in, he takes a lot of bad shots. Now, who gets the basket easier? Russell Westbrook. He's who so is quick. faster? Who quick. is quicker? Lightning. Who is fast, quick? Russell Westbrook. Who has a better touch around the basket? Kevin Durant. Who can shoot the three better? Kevin Durant. Who shoots better from the line? Yeah, that's what we're Kevin saying. Kevin Durant. Who takes, better shots? who takes better shots over more contested? Who takes more contested good shots? Kevin Durant. So it, it's a it's a, I mean it's a double edged sword here. Do you want to get to the basket? Russell Westbrook still shoots eighty five percent from the line. So I understand that Russell Westbrook is a great player. He's a, he's an undersized two guard, but you need he needs to go to a no to, he needs to go to a place where he all he does is score. He doesn't need to facilitate. He, well, he's never going to win anything if he's the guy who's just the only one scoring. Well, look at I, James Harden. I think James Harden a, went to the two-spot position. He could play point guard. He could play point guard for the, for the Thunder right now who? instead of Russell Westbrook. Oh, yeah, yeah. But James, James Harden, it'd be the same issue. No, James, he, he'll be a real tool. He, he's going to... He's gonna come off the picks. And he shoot as he shoot just like right. Kevin Russell Durant. doesn't have that great of a shot coming come off. off the picks. Right. Uh, Harden's gonna come off the picks and he's gonna light it up. Yeah. And he's gonna get his. Yeah. And he's gonna get his twenty five plus points a game. Yeah. Uh, along with Durant's thirty something points instead of Durant thirty six or and then Westbrook thirty five. You, you you can't have two of those guys on one team. No. You just can't. You need a coach who can facilitate uh, and run plays. And you keep one play at bay. You don't have to tell this guy you're not shooting. You just run certain plays where your star gets the ball, mm-hmm. and that'll let him know this is my team. And if he's not knocking him down, then we run another, we run a few ball plays for the other guy. See, a perfect thing would be, and this is not going to happen, but something like this: if Kevin Durant stays in Oklahoma City, Russell Westbrook leaves, 
I'm just this this won't this, happen. This but listen, will, yeah, this would be crazy. Is Kevin Love going to Oklahoma City? Because Kevin Love is always going to be the best number two guy in the league. He's not a number one guy, and he's putting up great numbers. But him, he's he's unselfish and. He can rebound, and he's got a great low post game. I think somebody like Kevin Durant and somebody like him on the same team would be nails. That would be the best the one-two punch. He's not going to he's the Suns. He's coming to the Suns. He's going to the Lakers. He's an L.A. kid. He's coming to the Suns. Okay. He'll be a Suns, and That's the Suns going to start winning. He's going to be the number two. He, Marquise. Uh, Why would you come to the Suns? Why wouldn't you? Because you. it's Thank Phoenix. You. It's not L.A. You're right next door to L.A. You're, but you, you're not in a – no, next door to Phoenix is Yuma. It's not human. The next state over is going New Mexico. Going big. The next state over going big is L.A. Nevada. Kevin Love, Phoenix <laughs> Suns next year. Uh, well, it's listen, after next year. Listen, is it after next year? Yeah, he's got one more year. No, nah, they're gonna sign him there. They're oh, okay. They're gonna throw him some crazy numbers. L- hey, listen. Sorry, they're, my they're apologies. Gonna... Call me Nostradamus over here. You, you right? Kwame Domus. <laughs> Kwame hey, Domus. Look, I'm out. How about this? The Suns scored 13 points. How you score 40 points? The Clippers scored 44 points in the second quarter. You're talking about the Lakers? Yes, I'm talking about the Lakers. I'm always talking about the Lakers. I told you, 80 points in the second and third quarter combined for the Clippers. Right. 80. And, and the, uh, what was it, 50 points or 40 points? 40 points. 30. No. 30, th- what are you talking about? In the second in the second period, they had 40 points. 44 points. They had 40. Yeah, they had 44 points, but in the two periods combined for the Lakers, it was just 40 points. They yeah. were still up by four. Yep. And the Lakers outscored the Clippers in the fourth quarter, and they still lost by 48. Here's the, here's the clip. Yeah, here's the clip. Outscored them by one point. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> they outscored them by I one point. I wish they would have kept the kept the starters in and put up 170. Just like, oh, just crushed So it. then you want everybody to hate the bus as much as they hate them right now. That'd be great. they don't like them. Yeah. Then he's going to start. The more, you, the, more you, we, the more people say he's, not, he's doing the wrong thing, the more he's going to do it his own way. He's that type of guy. And then you talk about the Lakers rebounding in two years. Well, he's so, got that. So, he's rocking that mullet in 2014. So a year and a half, I mean, that's so the Lakers will be character. back in prominence. Yeah. <clears throat> we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk some football. Alex Clancy, last segment of the show coming up, 888-346-9144 to join it. Football coming up next. We'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. Voiceamerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. Voiceamerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit voiceamerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. Voiceamerica.tv. What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. 
Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America interactive radio player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Thank God it's Friday, Friday. <laughs> hey, welcome back to the show. That's so much better. The last segment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sports Talk. We are back. Alex Clancy in the studio. Last segment. We're going to talk some football for the eight minutes that we have in this last segment. But let me say this first. August 2nd, 2014, Hall of Fame, Aeneas Williams goes into the Hall of Fame. H-O-F. For life, well-deserved guy on and off the field, Aeneas Williams, Hall of Fame guy, amongst some other guys. Some guys that, uh, uh, who was a, oh, Strahan, who 99, don't believe, should be there. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> well, there's a lot of guys. You think look at Strahan numbers and look at Warren Sapp's numbers. <clears throat> I mean, didn't they both win the Super Bowl? <laughs> I know Strahan did, but did Warren Sapp won with Tampa, Tampa Bay. Yeah, Simeon Rice was on the team, but... He he's saying guys like Simeon Rice should be in at some point. Simeon Rice been out the league for a while, so it would be he's been out of the league for about eight years. Yeah, he's been out of the league for a while. <clears throat> so it would be that type of that time of the year. You know what? I, we're talking football. Troy Polamalu signs a three year extension. I don't what understand are they doing? that. This guy didn't even play at a high level last year, and then he missed a bunch of games. Now, as football is a violent sport, you you get injured. And especially the way he plays. And the way he plays. And he's respected around the league for the way he plays. He's just out oh, for eight games I, a year. Oh, I love him. Yeah. I love him. I just wouldn't – I don't know. Pittsburgh take care – I think they take care of their guys. You know, when, you, when you're not in trouble, they really take care of their guys. But I just didn't see. When I saw he signed a three-year extension, reconstructed his contract, three-year extension, I was like, man, he got well, one, how, he got one or two more years in him. How much of it me. is how much of it is guaranteed? Oh, I don't know, but I think it's like nine. I want to say, but you know, that's just that. me from the outside. I I don't know that guy's passion. I see I see his passion. Yeah, you do. I, well, I see his passion how he plays and he plays at a high level, but I don't think he played at that high level last year. Maybe because he was injured. I remember one year Adrian Wilson was not having a great year, but no one knew he had an abdominal tear that he played with all year. That was two years ago, right? Yeah. It was, yeah. It was, he, when he was with the Cardinals. Last year with the Cardinals, I should say. Mm. No one knew he had an abdominal tear. So, you know, I don't know why his year was down, uh, but they did sign him. Now, what's going on in uh, New Orleans with this? they letting guys go and they're trying to shop other guys around to keep their just one guy? Lance Moore gets released. Saves them. He was supposed to make three point eight mil next year. Saves him. Saves them two point five against the cap. They're shopping Pierre Thomas and Darren Sproles. So this is there are two better backs at the backfield. Yeah, right. And passing and running. So you have Jimmy Graham. They're this might be a Joe Flacco situation in the wide receiver tight end position. 
So you pay this whole bunch of money, you get rid of everybody else, and your team stinks. As, you, as he said off the air, Kwame said off the air, this might be an 8-8 eight and eight finish next year. I don't think they're going to get rid of both of them. I think they're shopping one of them. You don't need three backs in that system because you throw the ball so much. And with what Pierre Thomas showed last year, Darren Sproles might be expendable. And you never thought to say that, but he's not getting any younger. No, no, no. That, that guy's very serviceable on special teams also. Report returning? Yeah, he didn't return that, one last year. That changed the game, but yeah, when he did the year before, and it changed the game, it put those guys, even in that suspension. But you have Kenny Stills, you have guys that are really fast now that can do it. But you can't find him. You can't find that little short guy coming out the backfield. That's what makes a lot of his plays. I agree. Man, he's still, not that he's just but short, but he has six the six years ago. Yeah, so Darren Sproles can't play anymore. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. That's what I'm hearing. Would you rather have Jimmy Graham or Darren Sproles on your team? Jimmy Graham. Okay. Yeah, but uh, so it's a business decision. It's always a business decision. I'm just saying that guy still serves. I'm not I, saying. He oh, can't I play. agree, and and it's going to be problematic. That's, remember when San, San Diego didn't want to pay him? He went to New Orleans and won a Super Bowl. So right. I mean, it's like right. Uh, San Diego doesn't want to pay anybody. San Diego <laughs> so, don't want to pay anybody. I understand. Um, not really, they did me a favor. <laughs> <laughs> do you get tagged there? Or do you get tagged here? I got tagged here. You know, but you know, when I left San Diego, they gave me like five hundred to leave. So I sweet. Was like, they didn't have to, though. They didn't have to. They could let me go the day before. <laughs> we could have did that the day before. But that was like, okay. Um, what was his name? What was the guy's name over there? The uh, AJ Smith? AJ Smith. AJ. Thank you, AJ. Um, <laughs> hey, Manziel gets a uh, Nike deal. Probably, probably yeah. be the best. $2.6 billion, probably. Yeah, no. He's going to get a lot of money. He's, he's, it's going to be the top of the class coming out. Yeah. Um, and good for he's him. He's the most marketable good. guy. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. Out of all the guys coming out? I think so. You can't market Clowney? You can't Clowney mar- hasn't you can't made... Sammy Watkins, you can't market him? Sammy Watkins, not enough people know who he is. Yet. <laughs> oh my Yet. God. You think Johnny... Met th- that's all the college football's been talking about. Johnny that's why I say that. He's not the best guy coming out of the draft. Right. But he's the most marketable, I think. He is marketable. At this he point, his stock is the highest out of everybody's with regards to selling product. That's all I'm saying. But you want your kid to be like him? No. Well, he let's remember he was a kid too, and he just and I say most of that when he said he didn't want to go to these places, he would pull he would pull here, pull there for the Heisman because he had to do that. And, he, and then it does it is demanding. I didn't win the Heisman, you know. I was up for the Jim Thorpe, but he it, it is demanding um, as far as do um, you you ask to go to these places. Okay, if you say yes, then act accordingly, be on your best behavior. Mm-hmm. Now we got to we got to remember that this guy. He's what is he? 20, 19, 20. 19, 20 years old. It's more immaturity in it than not knowing what to do or not to do <clears> when you're somewhere. But I'm thinking, growing up in a family that, and I don't even know his family, just growing up in a different lifestyle, his family, at least he had to be showing some type of etiquette when you out and about. Some, you, you, people don't even know when you text, tweet, send all these things out. Be sure that's what you want to send because you can never get that back, and it goes into the Library of Congress in D.C. Where it's always going to come back up. He can't run for mayor, and then well, yes, he can when he gets older. He probably straighten out his life, but he's probably be the face of a team, which is which is um, good for him because he got a big Nike deal. Let's see how he acts when he gets. Yeah, really, we'll see. I mean, he could be dropped like that if he gets spent. I mean, this is not something that can't be taken away. And well, listen, and, and the thing with regards to this, I think that, I mean, there are plenty of guys that are more athletic than him coming out of college. Absolutely. You know? I mean, and that's, that's, that's a no-brainer question. I mean, that's a no-brainer answer. I just think that if you ask anybody who knows football or who doesn't who Johnny Manziel is, it's just name recognition. What are you looking for in a uh, free agency? 
You know, I mean, <sighs> you think Texas take Clowney or you take Menzel or you take the quarterback of Blake Bortles? Yeah, there are Todd McShay. See, personally, I think you have to wait till after the combine to make any decision. That's what I think because you can do mock draft based on college. You can do mock draft based on what what you see in front of your face. Personally, and and I've said this before, they're just glorified stockbrokers, glorified weathermen. They have no idea what they're thinking. They have no idea what to do. They thought that drafting Mario Williams first years back after before Reggie Bush and Vince Young was the dumbest thing in the world. Who was the only one in the league? Well, I guess Reggie made a, a resurrection, yeah, and Mario yeah. Williams kind of went down. Mario Williams was the first one to make $100 million in a contract. And they let the guy go. They let, um, what, defensive guy? Mario Williams, yeah. Oh, defense. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Um, and then they let him go to Buffalo, which he They gave him $100 million. Started off slow on Buffalo, and he's playing well now. Yeah, so, I mean, he's the, he's the guy that... That that plays and I mean and everybody thought he was crazy, you know. And Todd McShay and Mel Kiper put that in right the last second because they heard that's what was going to happen. Right. So now they have some pedigree. Those guys right there make me laugh. Todd McShay, those guys, and Adam Schefter. Fight back and well, Adam Schefter's great. He's an insider. They make me. He's laugh. not. I think Adam Schefter's great. What else he you? is four foot eleven. Roger, Roger, <laughs> Roger reportedly with the uh, Green Bay Packers close to one year. Yeah, deal. that's you think, good. You yeah. think just a one year deal for that guy? Yeah, I think that this is a. Um, this is a barometer of where he's going to be in the future. If he stays healthy for a full year again, then he, he, then he he'll get three or four, yeah. Hernandez could face more charges after the brawl in jail prison. We Kwamalas Sports Hall, we got to get out of here, unfortunately. <laughs> Have a good weekend, Alex Clancy. I'll probably be hosting Monday. <laughs> you probably will be. <laughs> 9 to 10 a.m., Arizona. Time, time changes, uh, but only, on the, uh, only here. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's the same. Only here. Hey, we got to we got <laughs> You sound like Droopy Dog. You sounded super sad. At Class's Corner, <laughs> at Kwame Lassiter for Twitter. Um, we'll see you guys Monday. That's it. Happy Friday. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lassiter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.